Okay, so you remember when I said I had the intro for my podcast or for the next podcast already ready to go? Mm. I forgot what it was, so... Uh, uh, podcast Ahoy. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> like Spongebob? <laughs> We've talked a lot about Spongebob today. <laughs> Only twice. That's a lot. No, that, three times, three times. Yeah, see yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. a lot. It's a Spongebob kind of day. It's a fucking super crooks kind of day. Might be my favorite. And like American adaptation? Yeah, I, is this an American adaptation? I don't think it is. I think that this might be a straight up Japanese anime. It's just based off of an American story. Mm. Um, I, I'm a big fan of this. I really, really like this. Yeah, it's good. You know what it is? We talked about the boys offline a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And everyone's trying to do, like, the most realistic super vi- like superhero, right? Everyone's trying to do that. Mm-hmm. This might be it. You think so? I think so. Because, like, the heroes are celebrities that kind of get a little too far up their own ass. Mm-hmm. The villains are... There's a couple legendary criminals, basically. But for the most part, it's, like, small-time guys. Yeah. Um, there is a global network of villains similar to, like, the Mafia and shit, but for the most part, it's kind of hard to get into. I can definitely see there being a Supermax prison where the prisoners just kind of do what they want because, like, why wouldn't you? It's not nearly as depressing as the boys because nothing is. You know what I mean? Like, like the boys is very, like, dark, and, like, I don't think being a villain would be that dark. I think... You would just see guys basically knocking knocking over like jewelry stores, but with electrical powers. Um, I mean, there's some instances, well, instances yeah. in the show <laughs> <laughs> that like it does get pretty not pretty dark, but kind of like ooh, kind of gory. gory. It's very gory, but yeah. it's a very fun gore right now. It's yeah. closer to Kill Bill than like. So okay, yeah, yeah. My me, me, and my dad had this conversation one day because my dad is not a Tarantino fan at all, and he's like, "Huh? Are you? If you want to jump on and defend yourself, please do. <laughs> I don't cut anything, so this is gonna stay on. <laughs> this challenge is gonna be out here regardless. <laughs> um, but okay, cool, excellent. Yeah, I got a bench right here. Let's go." <laughs> Cameo by my dad, and maybe my dog, depending on if he acts up, but, uh, yeah. So, okay, are you a Tarantino fan? Oh, I mean, some movies, but you're not really a fan of, like, gore, are you? No, that's the only thing I don't like about him. I think he's a great storyteller, but his ultra-violence is not my style. Well, mm-hmm. and, and so this ultra-violence is a lot closer to, like, Kill Bill, and how it's, like, basically Kool-Aid. It's not real, like, because, like... I don't think anybody want. I'm sure there are people who want to see it, but like I don't think people really want to see like realistic gore. But I think people are okay with like very silly, because this show like they have two brothers that like regenerate their limbs, and so like a lot of the blood that we've seen is basically that. Where like one of the brothers like <laughs> he jumped straight into a propeller, and it's just an explosion of blood. And then like <laughs> later in the episode, you see him. Get, they put him in a cooler so he can regenerate his body. And it's very silly. Like, it's... I, I think there's the Monty Python silly. 
Yeah. Where it's merely a flesh wound, and he yeah. loses, and he chops off all his limbs, and it's just funny. And then there's the, um, you know, the scene in Pulp Fiction where the kid gets his head blown up, and then they have that funny exchange right afterwards. Yeah. It's still, to me, that was, it, obviously it's not funny, but it wasn't also just unnecessarily graphic. It's, it's not. He also has a tendency to become unnecessarily graphic, I think. And I um, what's that movie? And Glorious Bastards kind of does lean a little bit over into that, like, yeah, okay, we're we get it, dude. And so, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood kind of did that too. I think it takes the the, the only critique he, he can do whatever he wants, but to me, it takes away from the high quality of the story because now you've kind of That's put, actually to me, back. it's very juvenile to be entertained by just splatters of blood. Well, because it's... it's like, it's, Alfred Hitchcock was doing things, and, and probably because he didn't have the, you know, uh, uh, the scope to be able to do that type of stuff, and maybe he would, so he had a different audience back then, and he could only do so much. But the, the result was he had to get, you know, that, those same emotions through just, like, innuation, or, uh, you know, insinuation. Yeah. So... You just saw like psycho, you don't a knife see and yeah. this, and then you saw a little drip of, you know, whatever. And I didn't need to see the tearing flesh and all that. And I was yeah. already kind of terrified or whatever. And I think that that high level of storytelling, is, he's very capable of doing that. But the juvenile stuff, to me, it's it like takes if you, away from the value of the actually really cool story. It's like if you had a Shakespearean story and then you just threw Tom and Jerry like halfway through for all the money. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's my only... And, and that, I he makes it, great stuff. I, you, know, I, you know, I think he's very talented and so I'm not not a fan. It's just if, you know, there was... And I wouldn't even bother telling him this because he's so successful. Like, what would he care <laughs> about what David thinks? But... Um, it's just that's the reason I don't rush off to see every movie he makes because I'm always anticipating there's just going to be some ridiculous amount of gore. You know what really did that too, now that I think about it? Because in a movie I didn't really like that much when I watched it. Uh, have you seen Django? Yes. There's a lot of that where it's like, to me it's kind of like the, the violence isn't even that gratuitous. It's like everything around it. Like He has somebody say the N-word in every movie. And at a certain point I'm like, we get it, dude. Like, you're from Tennessee. We know. Like, mm-hmm. um, so, like, that's a little bit gratuitous. I do think he leans a little bit too far, but, like, this, I think you'd like to show a lot. I think you really would because there, it's very snappy dialogue and they're having a lot of fun with it. That's, that's, you know, and we were just talking about, like, the boys. It doesn't seem like they're having fun, but this show, they're having so much fun with, like, so the, the, the super crooks, they're these super villains that are trying to, like, that are pulling off all these robberies. <laughs> and so, like, they all have these powers. But they use them for, like, also just like, sometimes, like, just bullshit. So, like, in that, and that's why I think it's the most realistic depiction of superheroes is because, like, if you were a superhero, yeah, you would use your electricity powers to, like, instead of walking in and, like, turning on a light, you'd just be, like, you know, like, turn on a TV. Anymore. Yeah, it's so, and there's so much stuff like that, and there's so much, like, just the brothers are just talking shit to each other like brothers would. And then like they, when they fight, they're only doing it because they know that they're going to make money off of it with like, as a distraction for their robberies and they don't care because they can regenerate their limbs. So like one of the brothers is like dismembered and he's in a cooler. He's like, Hey, pass me a beer. Cause his arms regenerating so he can drink. So it's like, and what else was there? Um, one of the so okay, one of the powers that one guy had was I can make anybody have bad luck, 
And then one of the heroes flips it on him. And so I was like, how is he going to do bad luck? And he drops a shark on him, <laughs> like, from the sky. And you're like, what? Because so like bad luck. So like, when I oh, thought I'm, it was... I'm very unlucky today. A shark fell on <laughs> Right. And, like, when I thought that it was... When I when I first... When they first introduced the power and the bad luck, I thought it was going to be, like, oh, um, you got stopped at a red light and now this car hit you. Kind of like... You saw Deadpool, right? Yeah. The second one? Like, how her power was that she was lucky. And when she said that, she's like, no, I just, like, hit every green light and I just happened to make it through all this. And then they're like, no, it means that in the first episode, his bad luck was that, like, the giant tripped over an airplane that was flying in and fell into a toxic waste plant. And I was like, so, like, nothing. So, it's so funny because, like, we're at the point now where this show's so absurd, it's hard to be surprised. And then they keep surprising me where I'm like, fuck. Like. Thank you for turning me on to the show, Nikita. Yeah. This is no, it's, it good. It's one of my favorite anime that I've ever seen. Um, just because of like, and we've seen so together. We watched what Yasuke, mm-hmm. Record of Ragnarok, Super Cooks, and that's it. That's I think that's it. Yeah, we're gonna do, do Tekken soon. But have you? Do you remember watching one that like was this had this much just like? Happy energy. Even the the theme song. I'll never stop saying this. Even the theme song is super kick ass. Um, recently, no, nothing recently. Nothing I can remember. Like, so my favorite anime of all time is Cowboy Bebop. I think this has more joy in it than Cowboy Bebop. Mm. Yeah, Cowboy um, Bebop definitely had some. That second half of that of that series gets dark. You're like, holy shit, man! Like when they thank you for coming in and talking about storytelling. <laughs> don't want my. You know, if I ever get a chance to meet Quentin Tarantino, I don't want him to think that I'm not a fan. It's just some of the things are a little bit not my style. Mm-hmm. Do you think, well, okay, and do you think that, like, with war movies, they go a little bit too hard most of the time? Like, Saving Private Ryan, do we need to go that far? My favorite scene in Saving Private Ryan was when the linguist was asked to go accompany the group. And he doesn't know what to do because he had, he had never anticipated seeing combat. And he actually grabs his typewriter, and then and then uh, he just the captain just gives him a pencil. He says, "Just just you sit." Um, yeah, I, I to me, I think that um, you know I've seen Dunkirk and a bunch of others. I didn't see Dunkirk. Did that get super bloody or not? Really? No I, one I doesn't think so. And, do and I think that you know that's the thing is that everybody knows well. I don't think it's necessary. I think it's okay if you just, yeah, I know that. I guess the other thing that bothers me is that if you've seen all a lot of these types of things already, you realize that in order to recreate it, you have to observe it and you have to study and analyze and test. And to me, that it, it gets very concerning because I'm wondering how much violence have you exposed because he's not in combat he was right so how much how much have you exposed yourself just to make it what you say looks so realistic when there are other people that were forced to be in those situations right and now you're that, doing and now you're trying like you've actually turned it into an entertainment like knowing how the bone sounds when it you know whatever yeah. that's kind of horrifying for a lot of people if it ever happened to them but you've actually turned it into entertainment to make it 
And I, uh, so I, I think there's, that's yeah. another. Element. That was actually an issue that was on the last Mortal Kombat game was that the fatalities, they wanted to make them realistic. Which I don't think that's why people play Mortal Kombat. I'm pretty sure it's just so you can do I really silly love the shit. friendship. Friendship is <laughs> the me, funniest it's thing. It's much more fun, too. Like, the game is just as, you know, I, I like. Um, but there were guys that needed therapy after, like, because they were looking up, like, decapitations and, like, slaught, like slaughterhouses. And I'm like, I don't think you need to do all that. Yeah, you can't, when you expose yourself, so some people are exposed to things, you know, unfortunately, and other people ex choose to expose themselves to it. Either way, you can't unsee it. And right. And so you've, you have to be careful what you sear into your soul, and so that's why I'm a little bit hesitant to watch movies like that, because I've seen enough stuff, I don't need to add to that list. That's how I am with a lot of like, I mean, and, and there is, and when you like action movies, there's a difference between like the, like there's movies I haven't seen like Prisoners, which is supposed to be really good, but it's like about like, a, a, it's supposed to be like a gritty take on like a kidnapping and I'm like, mm. I'm good. Like I'll stick with like Expendables and Fast and Furious and like silly shit that's fun. Yeah. I don't need to see like the grittiest, like we were talking about that with like the bat. Like, we were talking about that with the boys, that, like, they're all assholes, and, like, there's a lot of, like, sexual violence in that show, and I'm like, or you can make it where it's, like, kind of silly and fun. Like, you don't need to do, like, I the Batman I thought was a good in-between of, like, it's gritty, but it's also not, like, like, well, because if you want, this is why I don't get about, like, when people want, like, certain amounts of realism, is, like, I would just live my life if I wanted that. <laughs> That's the point of movies was to escape. Yeah, so life. like, if I like with and even with video games, like if I want, it's not really realistic that you can make ten threes in a row. It's like then I wouldn't be playing a fucking NBA video game. I would just suck at shooting threes. Like I would I already just be knew. in the NBA, right? Like you know what I mean. So like, it's not realistic that you're seven feet tall. Like I know. Because being six foot three, I'm not dunking on anybody. And guess what? I'm dunking on everybody in this game. I think it's funny when actual professional athletes play video games because most of us play video games because we can't compete at that level and it's fun to fantasize about yeah oh look at that. i did this spin move or whatever and then to know that there's like top level basketball players football players whatever and they're they're playing it too like there's a guy nervous. named uh kemba walker he plays on the knicks and he's six foot one and he says that the first thing he does every 2k is make himself six foot three so he can dunk because he's never been a big dunker. And so he's like, yeah, every single time I give myself ninety nine dunk. He's like, I can already shoot. I'm not worried about that. I want to dunk. And I'm like, and that's the thing is that like even like at a high level because that was you told me something a lot a very long time ago. Yeah, they're just trying to mess with each other. You told me something a very long time ago that was funny about realism and that was like soldiers in combat situations were playing Call of Duty. Which blew my mind, because I'm like, why would you want to do... But it was because it was like, no, because you can, like, you can come back, and there's, like, a bunch of fun stuff you can do, and it's like a competition. I was like, I, I kind of get that, you know? It, it, it's it's cool to hear stories like Max Holloway, who's like, oh, I learned all my combos from UFC, from playing the UFC yeah, that game. That was crazy. Which is hilarious. Max Holloway was a UFC champ, and he's like, oh, I learned, how to, I learned my combos from playing the UFC game because my son's really good at it, and he can't beat me with these combos. So I wanted to learn them. In, so I beat him with the combos, and then I want to learn them in real life to see if they worked, and my coaches were like, okay. <laughs> like, but sometimes it is just, hey, cut it out. But sometimes in with shows like this, it is just about like how much fun you're having you know, with it. Yeah. And I think, so you, the, we're, we're, so you already watched up to this half. Yeah. 
Yes. So and I think after this, I don't know what's going to happen. So, th- did you see the plane heist then? Some, the first heart. 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 All right. Say thank you. Say every, all the listeners say thank you, dad. <laughs> 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 um, I, I really, really enjoyed. I, okay. So you, you knew about, um, the heat and you knew about, so the heat is this, should we recap it or yeah, might as well. Yeah. So the heat is this legendary, um, bounty or not bounty hunter. I was thinking star Wars cause Boba Fett. The legendary, or, or uh, Star-Lord, the legendary outlaw. <laughs> Come on, man. So, um, the Heat is a legendary villain who is... They kind of made him almost sound like a Robin Hood. Kind of. In, in ep- so, we watched 4, 5, 6, and 7. Mm-hmm. Four, five, yeah, because we watched 1 to 3, first episode. The first session. 4, 5, 6, seven. Yeah, it's 4, yeah. okay. I was like, I was, I was feeling it. Because I was guys. like, 7 minus 4 equals 3. How do we do 4 episodes? Like, I was, I'm bugging. I'm, uh, <laughs> I have no idea how I'm passing that class. <laughs> Yo, you catch me. And you have a B? I have no yeah. idea. Like, you catch me, you catch me on my fingers in economics class, like, 1.5%. Negative, okay. Um, But they made him almost sound like a, uh, like a, like a Robin Hood mm-hmm. kind of figure. Um, they haven't really talked about it much, but he said that he was a hero to the poor. Oh, no, no, no. A hero to those under the class of the, like, under the thumb of the higher class or something, mm-hmm. he said. Um, oh, you want me to throw it? All right, hold on. All right, there you go. Okay, so speaking of supervillains, Gamba likes jumping on Nandi's head. Why? He just fucks with her. <laughs> and Nandi loves to chase things. So what Gamble would do is bring me her toy, knowing that I'll throw it, knowing that he'll chase it. That way he can jump on her head. What? Super villain <laughs> shit, man. He's really smart. He's really, he really is. smart. You know what's crazy? He's... I'm talking good about you. I'm complimenting you. All right, all right, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Come on, let's Come on. Can't open doors <laughs> until he learns how to. Oh, he's totally gonna learn how to. Yeah. What he did the other day. So my mom left some food on top of the like in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I came home and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, whatever, whatever. Walk in and um, oh, I thought he was a fighter. Oh, he's just a marine. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I walk in and he um, and he's in the he's in the kitchen, and I'm like, "Hey, Gamble, what's up?" And I notice that there's like some and he's like sitting there like. I'm like, you good, man? And he's like, kind of doing his thing. So I walk in. He walks away. <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm like, ah, shit. I left my, you know, like my keys in my car. My wallet in my car or something. Ah, shit. I left it in my car. Went back out. Came back in. I catch him on top of the counter. What the fuck? Very, very quiet. And I'm like, yo. And he go, and he jumps down. And the, there's no more food on the plate. And I'm like, did you just eat all that? And he just looks at me. And I'm like. Oh, my God. Okay. How, how? He has let... Okay, me and my brother, we didn't catch him. That was the craziest part. We left some food on the counter. Like, we left a couple pizzas on the counter. All right, whatever. We came in. We So, we went to sleep, woke up, and I went downstairs first. And I was like, yo, did you put the pizza away last night? He was like, no, did you? And I was like, no. And Gamba's just sitting there looking at us. 
The box was closed. <laughs> Ain't no way. So what? It wasn't like fastened closed, but it was like you know how like you like kind of half-ass close a pizza. Yeah. So what I think he did was I think he like nosed it open, ate it, and then like when he left, when he left, he like closed it. Like it, it closed on like. Yeah. He's so fucking smart. What the hell? He's really, really fucking smart. <laughs> um, yeah, he's really, really fucking smart. <laughs> So, um, no, I'm, 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 I'm fucking loving this show mm-hmm. and I'm glad. So they, and I really hope they don't do it cause I don't think they need to. Um, the argument between Josh ghost and Johnny has been great. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they don't do the whole Casey cheats on Johnny. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think they will. And I'm hoping if this was an American show, they totally fucking would. Oh, they try sure. to do some fucking weird love triangle between the three. Which... They always have to bring romance into certain type of like shows. I'm like, we don't need that. We don't need that in this case. I it's like funny. how the brothers are just like a couple of bros. They're amazing. <laughs> just, I love they just talk shit to each other. Carmine, I'm glad that they didn't go the creepy old man route with him because anime does love that. They favorite thing with old men. I'm like, why? Not everybody needs to be Master Roshi, dude. And he he was just the worst in and of itself. But like I love that they're not creepy. I love that there's no like secret history between, like, oh, the, like she said this was my teacher, and it was like okay, cool. Like I love how like everybody's pretty secure in their characters. Yeah. Like, there's no sort of weird. It's refreshing. Yeah. No. No overdrawn like backstory explaining like how they met. Blah blah blah. I actually thought that Casey was gonna be the girl that he had a crush on in in in, in middle school or whatever. Like however old. Oh yeah, middle yeah, school. Yeah. And then, like, the more I watch it, it's kind of realistic to, again, but the most realistic. Like, that girl, okay. Did I tell you this? I'm not, I'm not sure if I told you this. Fuck, you were only 20 minutes in. Yeah, I'm telling you this. My Are middle you sure? school. Yeah, fuck it. Um, my middle school crush found me on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. I did tell you that, okay. Yeah. And I was, like, super pumped. And I was like, yo, maybe I should shoot. And then I thought about it, and I was like, Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where if, like, I was ever in your area, if you're ever in my... I travel a lot. So, like, if I'm ever in that area, I might say what's up and we can, like, go hang out or anything more than that. Like, I'm not... You don't have to answer this, but, like, have you ever gone back and, like, went back to, like, somebody that you used to, like, just fucking love, but you never, like... Okay. I'll tell you the story, too. Fuck it. Um, I don't care. I kind of care. Um, girl I knew in college, mm-hmm. uh, when I was in California, I lived in California for a little bit, we were like, were fucking infatuated with each other. So like, fuck it, 20 minutes in. So I was cool with this girl who was dating this guy. We were friends. This was a very Christian school, I should say. Okay. This is like a very Christian school. Um, if you, if anybody in the area is from Palmdale or Lancaster, yeah, they know. They know what school I was at. <laughs> Um, shout to Palmdale. Shout to Palmdale being dangerous as fuck, and that like, and really, really scary, and then also having a Christian school there. <laughs> like, shout out to the gang shootings that were at Antelope Valley Mall, and also like the giant Christian church that was like that did not fuck with those people at all. That was the longest part. Like, yo, if you're gonna reach out to, if you're gonna be in this area, like, reach out to the community, and like, even if they don't, like, even if they don't respond, at least like something small, like a basketball camp or something, like whatever. Anyway. So I was cool with this girl. She was dating somebody else. That guy was an asshole. We all hated him. She hated him. And I was like, yo, 
leave the guy. Like, he sucks. Me and her were, like, kind of talking, but we never pulled the trigger because we knew two people. So, like, my friend, what me and my friend were hanging out, and him and, his, and her and her friend were hanging out. I kind of liked her because she was tall and had pretty eyes, which mm. that's 90% of the battle to me. <laughs> At least you know your weaknesses. Listen, man, I, I'm not going to tell you the third part, but it, her, or the other feature that was a, that can be a weakness of mine is also my favorite uh, Frank, Frank Ocean album. Oh. Yeah. The creative, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm like, huh? There's only two. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> she's Channel Orange. What does that mean? <laughs> um. So, um. So, and it was really, really weird because at this time, like, our churches were like obsessed with like teaching us about like maturity, bro. Like, you need to like learn how to be mature in Christ and all that shit, right? So, me and this girl were super cool with each other. I think we could have worked, honestly. But she's like straight up. If I date you, neither of us are gonna finish the, uh, this school. Spoiler alert: neither of us finished it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we both hated it. I was like, damn, we could have just <laughs> hung out together. But she's she's right in the fact that like we hated it and we didn't know why. And it didn't. It just, it's it's because we didn't believe that strongly about it. Like they were. She wanted to, like, kind of be the good daughter again, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to, like, prove some stuff to, like, the people I was with and around, and so I thought I was doing the right thing, so, like, we actually would have worked really well together because we were both, like, very, like, oh, let's travel, let's go do this, and she's, like, we would be in L.A. doing cool stuff every week, like, that would be us, like, we would always be together doing that, and she's totally right. Mm -hmm. So, the girl I date, so, me, so, she went out with a kid who was, like, the son of a preacher who, they broke up because that kid was an asshole, I found out later. And then me and this other girl who was from, like, a very Christian family, we were going out. Mm-hmm. And then, but the thing is, I was kind of seeing this other girl, but, like, nothing. So, in this, yo, peep this. In this school, you had to get written permission to date, and you had to be a junior or above. Absolutely not. Okay, you see where Whoa. we're coming from? Okay. Hold on. So Written permission? What? Yeah. I'm so, losing my language. What? I never did that shit. I was like, we're not doing that. So I was just hanging out with different girls, and I kind of... The hilarious thing, I got a reputation for being, like... A like, Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm we a, can use that yeah, word, that specific yeah. word, in this yeah. specific... Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to say that word, the loosey. Yeah, no, no, no. Please say it as much as you want on the pod. <laughs> and it's funny, because if you know me, I'm not really... Yeah. Right, okay? But, like, apparently to most people, all I would do is, like, work, play basketball, and talk to girls... Which <laughs> kind of is all I do now. <laughs> it's work. <laughs> I mean, go to the gym. What else is there to do? Skydive? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Bro, I'm with you guys every week too. Like, that's the thing that made me mad is like, I was never late. Okay, that's not true. I was usually late. But I was never like absent from a service. I was always there. I was always reaching out. I was always on the bus. I was always in the community like working with people, like giving mm-hmm. people church. But they never saw that. So, like, I it used to really bother me that I was like, you look you look for what you want to see. Yeah. But anyway, so this girl I was dating, I kind of left, like, she got mad at me over something, and I, she, shout out to her because she really did get me through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there were times that I wasn't eating for, like, days on end. Jesus. And I was working. And here's the hilarious thing. Here's the funny thing about that school, right? I was working, and 
so I would work from right after class because I didn't have all the money to pay out to pay for school. Mm-hmm. So they gave me like half of it. So I gave him like half of it. I saved like $2,000. And I gave him half of it. So I had no money. I was living in California. And I was living in the dorms. So I would leave class at 12. I'd wake up. Okay, so I'd leave class at 12. Work until 8. I worked at a mall. I worked at a shoe store in the mall that worked on commission. Which, holy shit, that's hard. That's way harder than you think. Because everybody already had their shoe plug. So I was like... And when I say shoe plug, like... A person that they know and they can... Dog, and these aren't cheap. These aren't, uh, this isn't fucking payless. Okay, these are like $250, $300 sneakers. Like, niggas spending rent money on this. Um, so, like, Johnny Kilroy, that's what got me, like, really into sneakers and fashion. It was, like, Johnny Kilroy's and, like, um, Cool Grays. And, like, that's why I, like, really learned about Jordans because dudes were coming in and, like, these are, this is sneakers in LA, like, LA County. So, like, you're, there's money here. And so, like, I was trying to get, like, on commission, but, like, nobody trusted me. Because I was the dude who wasn't from there. Like, mm. they knew Ant, and they knew all these people. They didn't know me. Which I get. I, yeah, I'm not mad at that. So, I didn't have a car at the time either. No, I had my truck. I got my truck. Like, I did get my truck. So, I and I was working, at one point I was working two jobs. So, I would only eat if I worked at KFC. Because I was working at KFC for, like, a hot second. Fuck that job. Fuck that whole place. Um, yep. I left one job for another. Mm-hmm. And so... I was only, so what she would do, she would buy me food like every night. So she was really, really supportive. It was really, really sweet. And looking back, I shouldn't have left the way I did. Yeah. I really shouldn't have. But I was like 18, 19. Because like, I remember, I remember when it happened. Because I was like kind of going with one girl and going with the other when they weren't around. Mm -hmm. And it's not like they found out because I was like, yo, I'm not exclusive. Like I told you this. Like I'm not, there's no. Yeah. And so we were talking and um, years, years later. Um, she found out I was in LA. Well, we started talking again. Mm-hmm. I mean, the not not the girl that I dated later, because that's a whole offline. But the girl that I started like not and not the girl that I like started started with. Because we we're, we're still cool. I I talked to her like a year ago. I was like, yo, what's up? How you doing? Like I found her on Instagram. I was like, yo, like it was like, oh, you may know so and so. Yo, what's up? How you doing? She's like, oh, I'm great. I'm you know back in Canada like doing this. this. I'm like, oh, shout out to you. Like awesome. Um. So, like, she's cool, but I, I kind of linked up with this other girl, and she was like, hey, I heard that you're going to be on my license. No, it was. <laughs> so, I had to go to L.A. because <laughs> my dad was like, hey, can you take me to the airport? And I had a feeling it was LAX, but I was like, which airport? Which, if you live in Phoenix, there's only one fucking airport. Mm-hmm. But I was like, maybe it's Mesa Gateway. Maybe, whatever. He's like. LAX. And I was like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> I didn't know how, but I just did. And so I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I'm like, when? He's like, tomorrow morning. I was like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. Or no, it's tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow night. Something like that. So like, we got up and drove. And I was like, yo, I'm not. I was like, okay, listen. I'm not driving all the way to LA and not staying in fucking LA. So she calls me up. And she's like, hey, I heard you're in L.A. Because I post on Instagram, but, like, you know. And just, like, I do it every time I go to L.A. I just post the L.A., the sign. There, have you been to L.A.? Nope. Okay, we might go for there for a concert or something. I might just drive. Mm-hmm. I might just 
throw you in the car and just be like, we're going to California. So it's an admission. So if I disappear, you guys, please. Stop it. Stop it. I shouldn't have said that on my ex, but fuck it. No, so there's, whenever you drive in, there's a sign that says Los Angeles. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the highway sign says Los Angeles. And you're overlooking the city. Oh. It's dope as shit. It's on my Instagram, like, every year for the past, like, four years. So I posted that because it's a dope-ass picture. And um, she's like, oh, hey, I heard you're in L.A. She was like, oh, I'm in Southern California, too. If you're listening, you're from Southern California, you're really going to love this part. So I'm like, oh, cool. You know, let me know where. I've lived in California before. Twice. Twice. I've lived, I've lived up there twice. So she calls me up and I'm like, cool, I'm in LAX. Like, I'm at LAX. And she's like, oh, I'm not too far. I'm in San Luis Obispo. Okay, I'm going to show you something. It might take a second. So she's like, oh, I'm in San Luis Obispo. So I'm driving. And I'm like, oh, San Luis Obispo. That is Southern California. Because I'm a big MMA fan and there's a lot of gyms in that area. Mm-hmm. Temecula, San Luis Obispo, areas like that. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's Southern California. Yeah, cool. So I'm driving. And I pull up ways, and it says four hours. And I'm like, hold on. Is that four hours... Like, for L.A. traffic hours, because I'm leaving at 9 a.m. on a Friday to go up north? Or is that, and I got to fight through all of L.A.? Or is that four, or is that like a shoot four hours? Which one do you think it was? (laughs) Was it just a shoot? It is a shoot four hours. Listen, I just pulled up LAX to the San Luis Obispo so I could show her. The second thing that came up was flights. It's a legit four hours. It's a legit four hour, uh, four, four hour drive. So I think it must be. Su- My God. Is it Sunday? It's either Sunday or Monday. It's Sunday night. So I dropped off my dad Saturday. And we, me and my dad, we were like watching like a football game or something. All right, look at this drive. Yeah. So that's where I started and that's where I'm at. Remember, I live over here. <laughs> I live in Phoenix. And I go here to here, right? You actually drove? I drove. Cause Why didn't you just take the flight? I didn't know. Because oh. like I said, so, okay, I'll show you where I lived in California. So, when I lived in California, I lived in, damn, that's not even going to show it. I lived in Monterey. So, to me, yeah, that's Southern California. I'll show you the map. I'll show you the map. So, to me, so if I lived here, right, mm-hmm. I lived up here. Last time I lived there. I live here in Phoenix, which is right over here. See it in the corner? Yeah. So to me, I drove here. And I'm thinking, okay, if I'm in LAX, which is like right down here, actually. It's 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 like right. It's, it's actually, yeah, because here's Riverside. And LAX, I think, is actually like right around here. Because it's closer to Long Beach, actually. Long Beach is not in LA. I don't know what, what they told you. No, I'm sorry. It's not Long Beach. It's uh, it's uh, El Segundo. So it's like right next to El Segundo. So you have uh, right. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's still pretty far. Yeah. So it's like southern LA, I, as far as I know. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. Yeah. See. So it's right here. So to me, when I hear San Luis Obispo, I'm like, okay. And I. So when you look at like where else uh, LAX is, like the airport. Mm-hmm. Like, Pasadena. I'm, so, I'm thinking, like, oh, it's probably, like, she said Southern California. So, it's, like, like when you look, like, San Diego and, and um, 
to, you know, I'm thinking it's like this. Because this actually, LA to San Diego, is like an hour. Okay, that's not bad. So I'm thinking, oh, well, it's probably like an hour. Like, you know, like, at, at most. Because this is where I used to live. Mm-hmm. So, like, in, that's when I went to college. So Lancaster is like an hour away from LA. So I'm assuming that it's like, oh, it's probably up in this area. But she knew. Fuck no, my guys up here. <laughs> she must have known, like, oh, that's like a four-hour drive, and she's still like, oh, I'm here. Right. Okay. That is that's. So I didn't know that at the time. That's. Because I was like, yo, meet me in the middle somewhere, and she's like, I'm not driving two hours, and I was like, it's not two. What are you talking about? It's like thirty minutes. And I'm like, whatever, I'll come up. I'll come up. So when I see it, I'm like, oh, you know how like ways it'll like it'll say like there's traffic. Yeah. So like right now, for example, so you live about half an hour away from me, mm-hmm. but like with traffic, that can be like an hour. If traffic is really, really bad, right? Usually it's about 45 minutes. Um, so that's what I'm thinking. And I used to live up here. Okay, so that's where I used to live. So to me, like, all right, cool, whatever. So I didn't realize until I'm about here. Yeah, I was passing Santa Barbara. And I saw signs for Salinas. Salinas is up here. And I'm like, how far am I fucking going? Yeah. <laughs> so I get there and we hung out. We start talking. And then like we knew, we you know what time it is. Yeah. So I didn't realize this at the time. She had kind of like gone full into Christianity, like really, really Christian. But she was also like saying like, oh, like at the time I never smoked. That changed. <laughs> That's a different person. <laughs> um, but like she's like, oh, I'm going to get you super high. Like we're going to do this, this, and this. I'm like, oh shit, she's about about it. Like a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like shit I'm not going to say in the podcast. So, um, so like that, it's it, so like after all that, we wake up the next day and she's like, oh, I can't believe that you're not the same person that you used to be. I thought that we were going to make this, like, a real, like, a thing. And I was like, nah, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, if you move, like, it's, we, it doesn't make sense. right? Because I had just gone through, like, long distance shit. And I'm just like, nah, man. It doesn't make sense to, like. And she's, like, pissed at me. Like, legit pissed at me. Like, I blocked her our number. Pissed. Um. Really? So, yeah. Like, she, I'll tell, I'll explain more later. But, um. No, that was the last. That was the last time that I had tried to like reconnect with an old, if you want to use like really good like film language, an old flame. Yeah. And I'm glad they're not doing that in this show. <laughs> oh, true. I hate. I hate the when they do have that. Um. But yeah. Sidebar, really quick. Addendum to the story. I was taking classes at ASU at the time. This is actually how we like. This is around the time that we first met. Actually. Oh shit. Yeah. Because I was taking classes at ASU. <laughs> Damn, you were messy. What oh, the hell? my God. <laughs> my God. So check this out. I'm going to show you. So I started, so like I said, we wake up in the morning, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's a Monday morning. Because she, she would only, she would only come over to where I got the hotel and shit if she could come after church. Which I was like, I don't give a shit. Whatever. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Blast Holy shit, this. looking back, this is way worse Blast than I thought it was. was like, this is way worse than I thought it was. Looking I don't know, back. bro. <laughs> Retelling this story is like, way worse than I thought it was. I didn't realize at the time hey, yo. how bad this was. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 
she's mad at she's pissed at me. And I'm like, alright, cool. Well, what's up? Like, what's going on? So I shower and I leave, right? And it's like 9, 10 o'clock. So I shower. She's pissed at me. And then she's like, but she's like trying to be cool. So I'm like, alright, bye. And I give her a hug. And I give her a hug, give her a kiss and leaves. And it's, it's Monday. And I'm not sure if you remember. At the time, I had classes at the ASU Poly Campus on Monday. Mm-hmm. So this was... You know where the poly campus is? Yes. Way the fuck out in Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I'm living in Mesa. I don't think you've ever been to my old apartment, nope. actually. You, which is funny because you live not too far from it. I used to live on Broadway yeah. and Extension. Oh, damn. I used to live right down the street from uh, Nadia. Like, yeah, I remember you told me that. Yeah, like right down the, I didn't know. I had no idea that we lived so close. So, here's the funny thing. My class didn't start until like 5.30 or something like that. Mm, oh, at night? Yeah. Okay, so in yeah. the morning? Or Come on, man. So it didn't start until like 5.30 in the, at night. I woke up, showered, <laughs> tried to shoot one more time. <laughs> um, messy. Uh, woke up, showered, left. And I stopped for In-N-Out for lunch. Stopped at In-N-Out for lunch at like 10 o'clock. Oh, I stopped at one in like, it wasn't Hollywood. It was just, it was like, ju- it was like Northern LA. Like I had just gotten into LA. Got some food. In and out tastes incredible in California, by the way. It tastes good here. No, no, no. It's incredible in California. <laughs> no, it is. You don't have to ship it as far. So it's not Probably, frozen at all. Yeah. yeah, it's way better in California. Yo, look at this drive. I showed up to class on time. I don't know how the hell. Me neither. I walked into class. Like, I, I parked. I drove straight from California. I walked into class. And my friend at the time was like, yo, you smell like car. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, didn't you say you were going to L.A.? I was like, yeah. And he's like, did you just get back from L.A.? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, dog, did you drive straight from L.A.? Yes, I did. I'm like, actually, and I think he lived in he lived in the Pacific somewhere. I think No, he's from like Washington. And he's like, where did you drive from? I'm like, San Luis Obispo. He's like, what the fuck were you doing there? And I was like, I'll tell you later. <laughs> Do I got some tea? Yeah, bro, that, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. All that to say, I'm glad I'm not, they're not doing that in this, in this show. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, I don't think I, I have ever gone back to an old flame. It's, I think, they, I think they, they do return, but, like, I don't really give them a chance to. I've had a couple that have come back, like, legit as friends. I don't even let them come back as friends. If, depending on how much time has passed, it's not that bad. True, true. But if like, it's like a friend from like elementary school, like a, like a crush from like elementary school, or middle school, uh-huh. and now you're like, I treat them like strangers that I've like just like like acquaintance that I haven't talked to in a long time. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. That, that's kind of how to do it. Yeah. Like, um, I think I told you about like this one old flame. I should say uh, he came back. And it's like, it's oh, a way like, better word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's honestly it is, but like from like. Years like the reason one of the reasons why I came to Arizona, um, and he had reconnected to me with me, I should say. And it's, it's weird. I'm like, I met you when I was a child, like, I don't know why you thought coming back to me now. Usually, nine times out of ten, it's like you happen to pop up on their Instagram, not on Instagram. No, um, he just messaged me on Messenger on Facebook. So, I was like, the fuck? yeah, usually it's just you, they just happen to find you. Yeah, it's true. like people you may know. And they're like, oh, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I haven't seen them in a while. And they just, like, might, you're like, I might as well. Yeah. Because, honestly, a lot of, the, what, what I learned is that a lot of these relationships is, like, 
I already wasn't talking to you, so if you choose not to message me, I'm not losing anything. Yeah, that's how I'm taking dating now. I'm like, we are still strangers, so no hard, no hard feelings if you don't feel the same way kind of thing. You know? I'm kind of going through that right We'll talk about that offline. Yeah. There's a lot of messiness that in my life that I'm realizing how messy I am, and so I should probably... I mean, life much. is messy. This is true. Yeah, life is, is always dirty, so I think... When people try to get away from that, you're stepping away from your naturalness in, in the world. So that's what always causes problem, problems. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think, well, and that, it, it kind of goes back. Oh, man, I have a great segue for this. It kind of goes back into, like, that's why I didn't work at the Christian schools is because that wasn't, I was trying to get rid of a lot of the stuff that I had that was messy in my life. And now I'm kind of, like, not embracing it wholeheartedly, but, like, I'm definitely in a place now where I'm like, no, this is part of what made you what you are. Mm-hmm. And this is why I love Super Crook so much is because every single character is, they're not trying to be somebody they're not. Mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of stories about this is a bad guy gone good. And sometimes the story is like, no, sometimes you're just a dickhead. And it's like, okay. And it's okay. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, and we can... Yes, I'm sure they're hurting somebody with the with the heist. I'm sure they are. I mean, they already killed someone. Oh yeah, they did. Which is <laughs> that made me so mad because I wanted, I really wanted that character moment when. They, wait, who they kill? Just a random person. When? Remember the the propeller thing? No, no, that was the dude. Oh. That was the dude. They, yeah, no, because oh. remember they they had him in the suitcase. But how would they do that? Because everyone was there. They can't just like put a random body parts in the bag and they skipped over that part yeah i was thinking like maybe like they couldn't like because he's so big they had to stuff him in the bag anyway so they kind of dismembered him That's what yeah I, I i think what in my head canon what they probably did was like they probably waited until everyone's like go get help go get help because there's only two people there it was johnny it was carmine R- carmine and it was the most realistic black woman I've ever seen portrayed <laughs> in anime. Yeah, but no, because even, because Carmine was talking to Johnny, like, uh, I, can, I can never be like one of you cold-hearted types. No, 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 what he said? He mm. said, um, I think I think he might have missed a little bit of it. I probably did. What he said, so he goes, oh, I almost had a shot with her. And he's like, no, you didn't. And he goes, and then Carmine goes, it's my style to uh, <laughs> to warm up those icy heart those icy hearted types, which is so funny. Like, and, and this is what kind of that creepy old man thing again. Yeah. He wasn't being like a creepy old man. It was more like a, I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why. I, and that's I, that's harmless. It's if it's pervy but harmless, it's funny. The fun thing is like it wasn't even like a pervy thing because like. Pervy to it, no, 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 it was. Because like, there's, like, there's that scene when he, like, his eyes literally are like... <laughs> but, like, for the most part, it, it was kind of, like, played as, like... Again, the most realistic black woman I've ever seen. Yeah. A black woman with blonde hair working at an airport and not paying attention to, <laughs> to you until something goes seriously, seriously wrong is the most realistic black woman I've ever seen right. on anime. You're not going to pay me for anything more than what my And she was, was mad. She's like... the. How did the propeller just start? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like it, they 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 played it very very they played it very straight. They played it very like where you know yes he was you know kind of the a little bit of that dirty old man, but like it wasn't nearly as gross as like Master Roshi. Oh yeah, no. Which is a very no, low no. bar, but <laughs> 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 that bar's on the fucking floor. But um, 
No, I, they, they they are who they are. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wonder if there is going to be more character growth. I don't know how they would do it. Mm-hmm. I just um, hope it kind of segues into like a different season where we see like more adventures and stuff. You know? And not just like a one season anime. Which I'm getting tired I of. I think there has been a second season confirmed. I hope so. So I, I, I do... Well, like wait, these it, stories, I just wish they were longer. The problem with well, here's the don't cross the fucking comics, don't go past the comics. Yeah, so there is oh, a season that two. Too, yeah, that is that's a big thing. Um, there's a season two. Are the comics done though? Oh wait, it has not yet been renewed. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't lie to me. I'm I'm, I'm reading it as it goes. <laughs> so the final three episodes cover the plot of the comics. Mm-hmm. And then, and have you guys seen Dude Where's My Car? Yeah. And then, no, and then, and then, um, no, and then. Yeah. So it looks they haven't said anything about season two. Mm. I that's I, I feel like there's two very interesting things there. I feel like um, don't pass the comics. I don't think it's getting season two. No, you don't think so. Not now that I think about it. So, it it's the comic book series, according to this, is over. Like it's covered in the last few episodes. Oh, yeah, no, I don't see it. And the live action show that it would tie into got canceled. Mm. I think this is over. That's sad, because I don't I don't see many anime now who have gone past 12 episodes. Or even 24. I'll tell you why I don't think it's sad. This is part of a larger universe of comics. And this studio's killing it. Mm -hmm. The animation is excellent. The voice acting is excellent. If you're gonna do this, just give me more stories from this universe with this animation. Like, so when you look at the Miller world, is what it's called... Um, damn it. Wow. Miller, how did Miller Fillmore get before? Alright, so the Miller World is, oh wow, they have a lot of stuff coming. Alright, so let's look. Um, so Jupiter's Legacy already came out. Uh, Super Crooks, a Super Crooks live action, yikes. We did say that we, that it would be good live action. I guess it's not really a live action anime, is it? If they adapt it, it would just be a live action comic book. That might be good. I can yeah. see that being good. Yeah. Um, American Jesus. Yo. American Jesus. Jesus Christ returning to Earth, battling with the Antichrist to help save humanity. Okay. The Magic Order, which is... I haven't seen the Magic Order. There's a Spy Series, Reborn, Sharky the Bounty Hunter. I think that's an actual shark. Uh. Okay, ready? <laughs> Sharky is an intergalactic bounty hunter that travels across the galaxy in his rocket-powered ice cream truck, capturing criminals for their big score. Aided by his 10-year-old partner, Sharky is out to get the biggest bounty of his career. That's a goddamn anime if I've ever heard one. Right. Make that anime. A shark? Hawk? Oh, I have Hawk. I have a couple issues of Hawk. Um... 
Uh, yeah, so Hawk is about a guy who has um, who has superpowers, and he lives in like a really really small town, and he does one good deed a day, in return that his um, that the people of the town won't say that he has superpowers. But then somebody says tells the media that he has superpowers, so he has to go on this whole journey. Um, that switch. would be good. Wait, hold on. What are we getting for Sharky? Oh, they're making a movie that sucks. Damn. I wanted a show. Prodigy I feel like if someone really ratted good. me out, I would kill them. I'll kill the whole town. Wait, hold on. What? Nani? <laughs> Nani? <laughs> One of the new comics Miller's developed since the Netflix acquisition is Nightclub, which is a vampire superhero comic. Ooh. Sign me the fuck up. Yes, give me that. Space Bandits, make that an anime too. Just just make it an anime. Just, I don't care if it's basically Cowboy Bebop, just make it an anime. Um, a movie called, a show called Space Bandits, if it's an anime, is straight up, let's be real. It is going to be Cowboy Bebop. I think, yeah, they have Wanted, so they own Wanted and they own Kick-Ass too. Kick-Ass would actually be a really good anime, I think. So like they, they have a bunch of stuff to do, like that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say with all this is like there's a lot of really interesting like look at all this oh superior would be good like you have a lot to work with you've got a lot to work with um so if they are gonna not if they're gonna make the excuse me only one epi- only one season of this just do another comic run with this same animation studio because this animation studio is excellent. I'm really, really liking their work. I think they're called Bones. Remember the Bones series? Hmm? The Bones series? Hmm. Do you guys remember that? It's like a little comic book thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. Wow. I was, yeah, right? Yeah. I was in Barnes & Noble the other day, um, which, first time ever, which is really interesting. Um, they had the whole volume, and it's it's thick. It's like really? this big. Like the Have whole thing. Have I taken thing. you to uh, Samurai Comics yet? I don't think so. Oh, we gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta go. There, oh, no. There's a comic book store. I have a whole fucking stack of comics over there. Um, okay. Yeah, let me know if you want to buy any of them. Um, yeah, but no, it's a really, really dope place. It's a really, really cool place. They have um, a lot of comics, a lot of anime there. Um, all the guys that are, work there are fucking nerds, so. Like, anime shirt nerds. Oh. They noticed my spike tattoo. That's cute. Yeah, so they're like, he's like, oh, hey, spike. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah! <laughs> I'm one of you guys. <laughs> I'm wondering if you yeah, facts. Um, I don't know if we talked about this in the past about like how I think we have how people are more accepting of like others watching anime and stuff because I was talking way to, more yeah because I was talking to a co-worker he's like oh you watch anime I was like yeah he's like oh me too I was like okay cool cool I was like I didn't know cause you can't like I can't be just like oh watching because some people are still kind of like oh you like you like that I'm like yes that's why I started Blurred Lines is because <laughs> you know what it is Black people fucking love anime. Yeah. They just pretend that they don't. But, like, there's, like, Naruto. Is, every, black people love Naruto. Black people love Dragon Ball Z. Black people love, um... And uh, I think it's all thanks to Tsunami. Oh, for sure. One million percent. Yeah. One million percent is because of Tsunami. Um, but it's funny. Whenever you go online, you don't see black people talking about comic books. So like I started blurred lines because I wanted I wanted to make this a YouTube thing eventually. I have to figure out how, but um, that's why I wanted to do blurred lines is because I was like, well, if black people love this shit, why aren't we talking about it? And if we are talking about it, how come more people don't know about it? Because mm-hmm. black people use technology all the time, like with music and 
gaming and all these different things. So, like, why aren't we talking about it more? And I feel like black people are usually the epicenter of, like, anything cultural or mainstream. American culture is based on black culture. Yes. There's nothing right now that you can tell me that's, like, American that isn't directly affected by black people. Sports, music, like, name it, art. You can't tell me anything that I, that black people, food, they haven't had a hand in. So, like, I wanted to do something that was, you know what, and, and I kind of hate this term a lot, and I used it earlier, which is kind of hilarious, but I almost don't want to normalize certain things. If you think that it's weird, I don't give a shit, because I just want to do what I want to do. I think too many times we try to, like, look for acceptance and honestly the only acceptance that you should be looking for is from you and the people who love you yeah every fuck everybody else so like if you don't like that i watch anime cool i probably wasn't going to talk to you anyway Mm. and but in the same breath like people do need to learn how to mind their business if it doesn't involve you or your interest right and that that, right and that's the thing is like you don't have to tell me how shitty it is oh you watch anime yeah yeah or like like that guy I was talking to you about about like the whole uh, dating situation. Yeah. Just kind of like downplaying what, what my interests were. I'm like, you, there wasn't a point for that, like at all. Right. Yeah. Like then just don't. You know what? And this is something I I say it a lot, and I have to listen to myself sometimes too. If you don't like it, then it wasn't for you. Yeah. Because the the thing I usually get very upset about is music because it's not a meritocracy. Music is not a meritocracy, and it bothers me that my favorite rapper of all time has not made as much money as and has not been supported the same way as in my opinion lesser rappers it bothers me it bothers me a lot that like skills jay-z straight up said if skills sold then lyrically i'd be talib Kweli. i used to want to rhyme like common sense i made a million dollars i rhyme like common sense and he's right and it bugs so that bugs me because it's like what I try to tell people is, like, the reason why Billboard charts and Grammys make me so mad. And, like, even when you watch sports, like, MVPs, and is because, like, in a lot of, uh, most awards, basically. The reason why awards make me so mad is because what people don't realize is that when you don't give somebody a Grammy nomination, that makes your record label negotiations that much harder. Right? That is true. So... Example, when Macklemore won the best rap album Grammy over Kendrick goddamn fucking Lamar, that hurt Kendrick's marketability. Kendrick makes less money because of that. And the fact that people who don't even listen to music have power over somebody's career like that pisses me off. So that's my big issue with like, because yes, I'm 1 million percent like what you like. But at the same time, it bothers me when the higher powers, the you know, the, the, the people who make the decisions are affecting people's careers. Yes, and they're not in that right. said culture. Right. So that's really my big thing about, like, you know, if you like, I, I've said it a bunch of times, I'm not a Drake fan. If you like Drake, that's fine. Like, yeah. expect these jokes, <laughs> you know, expect these jokes. But, like, if you like Drake, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It just bothers me when when you're allowed to take it bothers me when you're allowed to take 
from other people without any of the power, and they can't do anything about it. Like, I knew the dude... I knew... You remember that big controversy when uh, when Drake made Hotel Bling, or Hotline Bling? And there's that song, I like to cha-cha. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they said that Drake stole it. I knew the guy... I knew the guy who knew the guy... Okay. I knew a guy in Virginia whose producer made that beat. Mm-hmm. So the guy I knew was a rapper, and his producer made that beat. And so, like, when I saw it, and, like, because I was talking to the, the friend, you know, the guy, I was talking to my friend at, at the party, and he's like, oh, yeah, my producer made that beat, and he never saw any money from it. But Drake basically sampled it and flipped it. And I was like, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's really the, so, like, when I started Blurred Lines, it was so I could get more, so I could get black people into that spot, and also so I could get that influence of, like, if we like this, let's talk about it. You know, and I'm not sure if anyone's ever going to listen to it, but, like, Lakeith Stanfield, for example, has tried to be in anime so many different times, and they've kind of failed. Mm-hmm. I've liked him. Uh, okay, Death Note live action wasn't that great, but it wasn't his fault. <laughs> um, I've liked him, but for the most part, they're not as big a hits as, like, Hunter Hunter or Death Note or anything like that. But if Lakeith wants to eventually if he wants to keep doing weird shit he needs that support so like fuck yeah let's talk about yasuke Mm -hmm. maybe we can get more black anime stories and it's not just the boondocks yeah i fuck with the boondocks don't get me wrong i fuck with the boondocks but like the fact that like black people are so influenced by anime and by um by anime and by kung fu movies like Wu-Tang Clan it's like their name comes from a kung fu movie mm. so like the fact that black people are so influenced by that and yet the lack of black creators in those spaces except for the RZA <laughs> um, but like it's something that I'm like damn I wish we could do that I wish we had more people that were able to do this so quick history lesson why I started this and I'm, I'm loving it so far and the cool coolest thing about that is like We've been friends for a couple years and seeing you get passionate about these things and seeing you like getting into podcasting, which I never expected you to do. (laughs) Me either. When I asked you, I was like, oh, you know what? She might like it. And then now like here we are, what, like 15 episodes later? Yeah. And now it's like, holy shit. Like this is, yeah, like this is what we do. Like Mm -hmm. put this on your fucking resume, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and you've even talked to me about, like, doing different podcasts, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's something where I'm like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just that influence. I'm, I'm hoping that eventually we can get it to, like, you know, more and more people. But right now, like, the, my favorite quote is, um, rest in peace, this guy. His name is Mask. He was part of the Tap Out crew. He had, like, face paint. And he, he, like, he wore, like, face paint to all this stuff. And he had a quote. And I, I was really into MMA, like, when I heard of him. And I was like fucking like i love the tap out crew because like these guys have been designing clothes and selling them out of their cars and the parking lots of fights and they then they made fucking tap out which like every douchebag was wearing in the 2010s but the founder goes he had a quote where he said and i can't find it i can't find this quote for the life of me if anyone can find it please tweet it to me or send it to me whatever but he said, I don't have to be the guy that touches a million people. I want to be the guy that touches the guy that touches a million people. And so, like, to me, if I can get a black woman who's into anime into her own podcasts and then some other kid 
hears her and she's like, holy shit, other people like this. Mm -hmm. That's better to me than just being that guy who's like, oh, it's because of Braven. It's like, no, I want to be the person that like pushed all these people in the right direction. And like made people willing to like, yes, black people, we do talk about anime. Like, it's cool for us. Like, you know, and there's a lot of black guys out there doing it. Denzel Curry, you know, you know, he raps about anime all the time. Uh, Israel uh, Adasanya, he does uh, the, um, fuck, the thing from Naruto. Um, the hand, mo- the oh, hand yeah, movements from yeah. Naruto. He does that before every fight, and he writes his name, he, he writes his opponent's name in the death note. That's super that's, corny, but like, <laughs> keep is. doing it, bro. It's weird. It's stupid and weird, and I love it. But like, just embracing that weird part of you, and that just like that. Everyone has a little bit of that hot topic kid in yeah. them still, you know? Oh, jeez, hot topic. So... Um, we may or may not go next week. Let me know if you want to. I get it if you don't. I will mm. not spoil why on this podcast. It's I will definitely surprised. spoil why if you are, if we do this next week. I just want you to know that. Yeah, so. I have a plan. I've been thinking, about, I've been thinking this for weeks. Really? Yeah, it's a very basic plan. It's actually very easy. I've, I've been thinking about it for weeks, but it only took me like three minutes to come up with <laughs> I got a text. I got a text from a mutual friend of ours, and I was like, "I know what I'm gonna do." <laughs> so, all right. Um, I'm sorry for taking up so much time. I told like way too many stories today. What? Hey, how dare you? Oh, tell them your favorite line from the show. Oh, he said, th- <laughs> "Yo, okay, okay." Can, did we talk about any of the episodes? Nope. Actually, like, okay, okay. Let's do that first. <laughs> so we caught up with episode. So episode. Th- no, no, no. We four. Did- Set four. We yeah we did start four, so episode four was the Praetorian. Yes. So we probably you know what we should have done actually we probably should have done two and, or three and four together. Oh yeah yeah. Um, so episode four follows on from episode three. Mm-hmm. Almost directly actually, I think they they gotta be like minutes apart. So Praetorian is introduced and he's fine. As <laughs> fuck. Okay, continue. <laughs> There's a little bit of homoeroticism in this anime. Yeah, a little. And that's what makes it spicy. Makes it spicy. Yes. Um. <laughs> oh no, he's hot. <laughs> that is how we felt about, yeah. about him. Um, his powers were actually really interesting too. So they said that he has up to 200. Yep, and every day he gets a random one. So he adds to his powers every day. Yep. But it's random what he gets and what he uses at mm-hmm. the time. So, and that, that, I don't know if you caught this, but they had, like, bets or, like... Yeah, 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 that was funny. That was yeah, really funny. So like, oh, which That's the guy who gambles a lot. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I got a kick out of that. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really like that they did that. Um, but in, they, they say how harsh and how ruthless of a hero he is. So he usually, like, kills all these guys. Mm-hmm. And he basically kills his friends. He thinks he does, at least. Because um, he even said, like, oh, death by... Or crushed to death. Or yeah, he called it. He was like yeah. beaten to death, crushed to death. I forgot what the last one. Oh no, he did. How did he kill? Oh, he kicked to death. Yeah, <laughs> he said kicked to death. <laughs> and then he's about to kill Johnny, and he has a change of heart, which is that was really funny. That was really great. I like that they did that. Um, but he has a change of heart, and he doesn't know why. We find out later that it was Casey. So Johnny's girlfriend, who has the... Okay, does she have mind control powers? I, I'm assuming it's more of like a persuasion type of thing. Like, inf- that's what I thought. People. 
that's what I thought, but then they talk about the dream that he, that Gladiator's having. Mm-hmm. And she, so I'm not, there, she's basically a psychic. Yeah. Like, almost like a Jean Grey, kind of. Kind of? Maybe closer to a Charles Xavier. Huh. I just noticed I only say Charles Xavier when I'm talking about like, Charles Xavier. Whenever I say, like, there's a private school here called Xavier, and I've never said it Xavier. But when I'm talking about when I'm talking about Professor X, I say Charles Xavier. <laughs> um, it's a weird little thing. Yeah, I just noticed that. Um, so, so she controls. It's it's revealed that she controls. I mean, they're about to break up because she's like, "Well, you can't work with these small time villains anymore." And I was gonna be pissed because like we don't need a fucking breakup angle. And then they immediately don't break up, <laughs> and they she tells them of a bigger heist. Mm-hmm. And that bigger heist is from her old teacher. And but the first part is to, so it's a two-part heist. Number one, they have to break out TK, who is uh, magnets. He can control magnet. Well, he, he can. I, I looked it up on the wiki. He can control metal. Oh, okay. So Magneto. Basically, because Magneto can control magnet. What's the difference between controlling? Because Magneto is actually like his power is magnetism. I guess with that it's. Like, anything that has, like, a pull together, so it doesn't have to be, like, metal, I guess? It could be, like, different things. I don't fucking know. I don't know what the difference is. Um, but he's basically Magneto, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, actually, I think... No, because Magneto can fly because of the electromagnetic waves. So can he, TK. Oh, yeah, I don't know what the fucking difference is then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so, so, so TK is introduced, and they have to break TK out. Which they do because Johnny basically just like plays chicken with the plane. He over so plan A doesn't work. Plan A was what? Who even knows what plan A was? I, oh, oh, I think it was the no, that was plan B. I don't think they discussed plan. That. So plan A, I thought was because he says switch to plan B. I thought they had to switch to plan C because Ghost couldn't. No, then they it. switched to plan C. Yeah. I think plan A was... I don't... Uh, plan A was, like, a Johnny to, like, unlock the... the yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Plan A was Johnny it. to unlock it remotely, but he couldn't do that because the uh, the thing that... It was, like, a, a chair. The chair and, a, like, a like a saw thing on his head. Like, a thing, thing on the saw. And the saw thing on TK's head was a power inhibitor. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't use his powers. So plan B was sending Ghost in there, who's Josh. So... Josh talks so much shit to Johnny, and it's excellent. For because, someone who couldn't even unlock it. Okay, there's a better part though. So you know how Johnny, how Josh keeps saying like, "Oh, only obscure small-time villains are here." Mm-hmm. You're fucking there too, Josh. <laughs> like literally, literally. So I was like, "Sir." Right, and so like when it hit me that like, yeah, both of you guys are here. Like you're in the same place. Yeah, Shut up. Like, and you're not. Yeah, I, I thought that was really funny because I like his character. I, I like the I like the how they how they dialogue with each other is pretty awesome. So, uh, Ghost can't unlock it. He's a master safecracker, but he can't unlock it. Nope. Because I'm assuming because it's a number code instead of like a, instead of a safe. So like with a number code, you're probably just gonna brute force the motherfucker because they have no prior information. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he can't unlock it. So Johnny shuts down all the. 
all the electronics in the plane. And it's just like forcing it to nosedive until... I guess until they can get him out. So they... Did they turn off his powers? Hmm? Or did they just short the wires? I think he just shut the wires. Yeah, because they're like, well, if, if we can't use his powers, then you're gonna, then everyone's gonna die. But like, I don't remember him then like unlocking the anything. I think he just shorted the wires and then just fucked with them. <laughs> so he caught it though. Like, he did catch it. Yeah. yeah. So and then we find out that TK is actually so this is a military plane. Have you ever seen one of those? No. They're huge. Huge. I've flown in a couple, a couple times. They are seriously from like the end of the cul-de-sac to the street behind us. They are massive, 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 massive planes. The like military, military, like a C one thirty, like they're huge. Oh my god! I'm gonna show you. I don't. I mean, I in my head they're big, but I didn't like to actually visualize. Yeah, so this is a C-130. Look how big this thing is. You can kind of see it here. That's a good... Like, so this is what they're flying in. And it's... So you gotta realize, these things hold tanks. Jesus. Yeah, I didn't didn't know. So I'm assuming they're flying a C-130, which is a very, very common... um, Which is a very, very common military aircraft. That, you know... So we'll compare that to, like, a Boeing... They might have been in a C-17, so you know what I think. Uh, yeah, okay. So right here, you, you can see it really good here. The further one is a C-130, the smaller one is a C-17. C-17's still huge. C-17's massive. Um, yeah, so he basically carried that. So yeah, that's... so he carried a huge, huge, huge plane. I don't think people understand how big those planes are. And they're heavy, too, because it's all metal. There's no, like, like, they don't do anything. They're cargo planes. So all they do is just, yeah, they're massive. All they do is just carry stuff, like tanks, from one place to another. Uh, so he, he's strong enough to carry one of those. They bring him back to the Heat, which is that legendary. He's a legendary Robin Hood type uh, um, villain. villain. Yes. So they bring him back. And they tell us that the that the goal is to steal Count Orkin's helmet. Count Orkin is basically Doctor Doom. From oh, look at you smiling at your phone. Hmm? I'm on. I'm on. Uh, I'm smiling at your dinner. He's 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 beautiful. Yeah. He's doing some weird stuff with his hair recently, but other than I, that, yeah. I, I, I don't call him on his hair. I'm like, you do you. Um, just... yo, yo, what's with the top knot, my guy? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I'm swelling it. <laughs> Beautiful man. Um, so, they bring him back to the heat, and then they, they're looking for the last member. So, um, nobody really wants to do the heist because they have to steal Count Orkin's helmet from, what they call the Hall of Heroes? Yes, basically. Yeah, so it's basically they're breaking into whatever you want to call it. Avengers Tower, or <laughs> the Hall of Justice, mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you want to call it. They're breaking into that. And they're going to steal his helmet. Which reminded me kind of of uh, National Treasure. Oh my god. Yeah. Shout out to Nick Cage. Just like last episode. 
I just realized, I think these, like, this trend of, like, stealing stuff is just fun. I think stealing is fun, and people should do it more not often. I'm not promoting it, but it's The fun. funniest thing ever was when, I think, San Francisco stopped, um, stopped persecuting shoplifting under a certain amount, and so people just, like, walk in, steal shit, and walk out. <laughs> Listen, I- man, I'm not one to... Yes, I am. I, I guess I... Listen, man. If you're going to steal, steal from the right people. Don't steal from people who also need help. Yeah, don't steal from people who need help. Like, if you're going to steal a car, don't steal a car from, like, the, 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 the single mom who's just like, fuck, dude, I just got to get to work. Steal a car from a dude who has, like, six cars. Yeah. Steal from the rich. Eat the rich. This is that wild shit that I say on podcasts that I'm like, yeah, no, I stand by it. Yeah. <laughs> I approve. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We, we definitely eat the, eat the rich here. Yeah. We'll start from the top, then go down. Yeah. By the time we get to, like, the cool millionaires that we like, like, I'm like, oh, man, I got to steal from LeBron? Damn, bro. None of those. I mean, I'm talking, like, the super wealthy. Like, yeah, no, no. We, if islands, we, if, islands. That's what I'm saying. If we start with, like, Elon Musk. There's, I mean, there, there's higher. people higher than him. Oh, yeah, I know. But if we, like, by the time we get to Bezos, I'm hoping that everybody else is like, shit, man. Yeah, let's get, let me give him my shit. No, we maybe, maybe we should. Maybe we should, like, you know how they always say, oh, trickle down economics? I want to trickle down these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of wonder if they're going to go that route and be, like, heroes in their own way. Maybe. I would fuck with that. Maybe. I would fuck with that super heavy if, like, because if the whole, so the whole reason, oh, we forgot to say it. The whole reason why they're even doing this heist is so... The guy can get his mask back. No. No? It's so they can retire. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because one of the things that Casey says is like, listen, these small-time heists are going to get you back in prison. If you do one big heist and you retire, you're good. Like, For the rest of... And she even mentions, like, I'm learning how to, like, be financially yeah. responsible. So, oh, she actually yeah. thinks about this. So I, think, I still think she was a stripper. Like a superpower stripper. I, she probably, yeah. I still see that. Yeah. Um, because like the way that she moves and the way she interacts with people, I can totally see her being a stripper who learned under the heat mm-hmm. and then like completely changed her life, met Johnny. Because Johnny, I don't, I think they said he's never, he's never really been to Chicago. No. Because he's from San Francisco, I think. Or at least California. I think yeah. he's from California. Um, so, yeah, so they have, so... There's a lot, so they're they're trying to retire, and they're breaking fifty million dollars. Is it eight ways? Yes. So Johnny, Josh, Casey, the brothers. There's two of them, so count them. Yeah. So that's five. Heat is six. The new the new guy that popped up. Forecast is seven. And then TK. TK. Yeah. yeah. Hey Siri. What's fifty million divided by eight? That's a whole of six point two five million. Jeez, and but Casey and Johnny are together, so that's just. And the brothers are together. Yeah, so. Well, not like. Oh yeah, but. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure somebody's wrote, written in so they are together. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a fanfic out oh, there if you 100%. want to find it. Are you kidding me? Rule what was it thirty two, thirty four. Thirty four is rule thirty four is if the, if it is on the internet then there is porn of it. Rule thirty five is if there if it is not on the internet or if there's no porn of it on the internet then porn will be made of it. 
And then rule 63 is wherever there's a male version, there's a female version as well. Huh. So, like, rule 63, like, Link. Like, that's a very common one. They just draw Link as a girl. Spoiler alert, not much changes. <laughs> it's just Link Have you seen boobs. the new version of Link, though? From, uh... In, uh, Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically how rule 63 and Link looks. Yeah. We had this conversation, actually, in the last podcast. Did it really? Oh, damn. Yeah, well, remember we were talking about, like... If we fusion dance, and I talked about like the filter of me with, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was you know, my my beard stayed. It was just makeup. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah, like, I'm not going out with with braving with makeup. There's no there's no difference. I was so mad because you know how like it softened your face. Mm-hmm. Nah, they, they didn't. It didn't do nothing. To my face. You're like you're gonna still keep that on. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it didn't okay. do nothing. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, for but real. Yeah, so so eight of them, which is how much you said? Six point two five million. That's a lot of fucking money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, literally just subtract for the deaths, yeah. And there's a a cool way, so like, he runs a laundromat in Chicago, which is, they kind of touched on this, but they didn't go all the way. He said said that parole officers love it because they they know that their people are going to get work here. No one, it doesn't bring attraction because it's so dirty. And... People don't like dirty. Yeah, and people don't like dirty. And then he had another reason why he did it. It was, um... Oh, it was oh busy. Busy. Yeah. busy. It was busy enough where no one was going to, like, really look into it. And it was small enough. So it was, like, perfect for him. And they, when they talked about the parole, they didn't bring something up that I wish they did. You're constantly recruited. Ooh. If you're getting people who are on parole, you're constantly recruiting people. So he can kind of be like, oh, okay, this person. I think this is how we probably pick those people up, honestly. Because mm. they're kind of all over doing, like, whatever they want. So I wonder if they're, like, if they were all paroled. Because she said, this is my teacher. Yeah, well, because TK, not TK, uh, the Heat was in jail, too. Right. Yeah. But I wonder if, like, if after he got out, he, well, if, if he was never caught. Right? So he, he fucks off and he makes his company. He makes his cleaners. And I wonder if the parole board of all these supervillains puts them there not knowing that he's the Heat. And then he's just recruiting all these people. That's ingenious. I think that's probably what he's doing. Yeah. Because the brothers also called him their teacher too. So it makes a lot of sense if those three people, if the Heat, if uh, the brothers, what was it, Rod, Roddy, I forgot the other brother's name, and uh, Casey were all on parole. And that's how they got roped into this. Hmm. Right? Yeah, I like that. I think that's probably what happened. But, so yeah. And then we, so we get to episodes five. So five and six is pretty much them breaking out TK. And then episode seven was like the end of TK, like of them breaking out TK. And they pick up their newest person forecast. Yeah, and they reveal what the plan was. He can control the weather. They never told us what the plan was, though. No, but like what the goal is. I guess. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the goal is to steal Count Oryx's mask or helmet, which is still on display in like the Hall of Heroes, and they have to figure out how to steal it. Oh, also something that they they mentioned. Uh, some there's apparently they said like oh apparently there's a rumor like if you touch you'll go crazy, which kind of reminds you of uh, Majora's Mask. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the bastard, uh, the bastard retires. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the head of the villain network retires, and he's putting. They make a big point of saying, like, we're not paying the network. So the network of villains is... Is it optional? I think so. It must be. So the villain the, 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 the villain network 
they say takes 30% of the cut. So, of whatever happens, but it's protection money. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And in the first episode, they say, they make a point of saying that Johnny is not part of the villain network. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither are his friends in San Francisco. Yes. And the reason why is because they don't want to pay those fees. And if you go just judging off of how much they made, they made, they said they made 8000 each in the heist and the jewel heist. Mm-hmm. Which would have been, there's four villains there, so it would have been 32000 so if you do the math and you take 30, 30% of that, that means that the cut of that heist would have been $9,600. So they're no longer breaking 32000 together. They're breaking... Hey, Siri. What's 32000 minus 9600 So they're breaking $22,400 four ways. So you're going from 8000 to like five. Yeah. Which is, it's still nothing. It was barely anything. Well, and they also said, they said that it's good for a night's work. So was that their plan? (laughs) Was to just keep robbing every jewelry store in San Francisco every night? That would be hilarious. Because I'm thinking of like, you probably paid a month of rent in San Francisco. Ah, maybe two. You might might have paid two months. Mm Because she lives in kind of a shitty apartment. Actually, no, she doesn't. It's got a bedroom and it's got a living room. Yeah. I'm assuming that Johnny is the electricity. (laughs) true <laughs> um and she's working as a waitress and also going to school so actually no that might pay you yeah especially if she's using her mind powers to to uh, get higher tips which why isn't she if she's not she better right shoot like yeah. hey like just tell them to leave like a 30 percent cash tip you're like, yeah i always i always try to tip good at least i feel weird not tipping good yeah, I hate when I don't tip well. Um, I've noticed it a couple times. Because to me, like, like I, I, if I have a bill that's like $17, right? Then I'll be like, oh, tip three. Make it, make it, uh, make it 20. Eh, to me, it's not anything. No. It's really not. No. It's really, really not. When I saw how, so the person that I told you about, um, they, they uh, work in the service industry. So, Yeah. Um, so they work in the service industry, so they're big into tipping, mm-hmm. like tipping right. Cause I think I, I think I under tipped one time. I felt bad. Cause, and they were like, Hey, uh, how much are you tipping? It's like, Oh, like eight bucks. So they're like, well, the meal was like 25. I was like, no, that's no, I think I was paying like doing like six and they're like, yeah, well, the meal was, and she's like, or they're like, you gotta bump that up. And I was like, all right, we'll bump it up. That's fine. Um, so yeah, so the, the villain network, the head of the villain network retires and I kind of wonder what that means because they said that they're putting a leader in every region. What? They're putting a leader in every region and there was what, seven people there that said, and he said, whoever stops applauding first, let me know. Like, yeah. And I think there were like seven people there. So, I still don't understand what that was about, the whole clapping thing. Like, you remember what he said, what you said about, like, oh, look at me in the eyes, like, don't look at me in the eyes? Oh, yeah. I think it was the respect thing. I think he won, I think it's a fear thing, because I think he sniped all the people who didn't, who stopped applauding first. But that's kind of stupid. Someone has to stop applauding at some point. Right. How yeah. long do you want them to start clapping? That's so stupid. It, I think that's going to be his downfall. It has to be. I think he dies. 
I don't see that. But I, I do see Actually, hold on. They haven't killed anybody yet. He might not die. I this mean, is a record of Ragnarok. He hasn't died. Yeah, no but like, not the maker. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, no, but yeah, this isn't so... But I do feel like he is involved in some way. So that'll be interesting. Is Count Orlick or Oric or whatever, is he in the network? Ooh. Wait. No, because the bastard... No! Runs. Wait, no, the bastard runs the network. Right, but Count Oric isn't in the network. If you remember, he got too much heat in the States, so he went to Eastern Europe. Yeah, yeah, so he's not I don't involved. think he's in the network. No. Do they rob the network? No, the network... Oh, like after he gets his yeah. shit? Yeah. Oh. Because if the last three episodes are the comics, and we're in episode, what, seven mm-hmm. out of 13. So the next three episodes don't have anything to do with the comics. But if the last three episodes, they might rob the network. Interesting. Because that would be the super part in the super crooks. That would be how you become a hero is by robbing the network. Because 30% of every heist in definitely the United States. Yeah. Out of like how many people? Right. Big and small jobs? Right. If they rob that, oh shit. And I feel like if you get caught, you're obviously not going to get the money. So maybe the network will get it. If you get caught by the network, then what's the worst that can happen? They're not going to throw you in Supermax from robbing a villain. No, no, I'm saying, like, if you fail in the, your, the mission that the network gives you, and you go to jail, they'll, I think the network just keeps some money, right? No, they're not going through the network, remember? No, I'm talking about, like, villains who have gone Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what the protection money goes to, is the Supermax. Mm. I think that's what it goes to. Um, yeah, that might be interesting. I can see that being, that might happen. Yeah. So, all right. Um, An hour and 30 minutes, guys. Thanks nope, for nope, not yet. We got to get through 40 seconds, goddammit. Okay. We're not going to do all that. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to fight. I, I had to learn not to fight for the extra content. So, um, anything to plug? Uh, No, not yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, uh, my site, not my site, but my Instagram just went live for Currency Exchange, which is the new project. Um, I will be moving a lot of stuff over from Currency Exchange to, to, um, or from Starving Arts to Currency Exchange. So a lot of like the reviews and stuff, you'll see it get moved over. This podcast is actually going to get a name change. Well, like a logo change soon. Mm. Um, so it will no longer be Starving Artists. It'll be the Currency Exchange. Um, that is Currency Exchange Creative on Instagram. And I didn't know this, but Twitter sucks because you can only have like 15 characters in your name. That will be C-U-R-R-E-X-L-L-C on Twitter. So I'm working on getting those. So you'll see more and more posts coming from Currency Exchange um, as I transition as I transition Starving Artists to the foundation that I'm working on. Um, so yeah, that's brand new that I just started. I think you, I think our podcast last week or two weeks ago was the first time. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Hey. That I posted, like, something on currency exchange outside, like, the name. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's brand new. Keep an eye on that. Um, let's see. I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for cool. listening again. Peace. Bye. Yeah, I appreciate you listening. <laughs> All right. Later. We always end this so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing, right? Mm-hmm. Done.